We've been hearing lots about the proposed uh, monument that is going to happen in Toronto. Uh, Ireland Park already is, exists and there's a new monument going to be uh, constructed and put in place in 2019 to Dr. Grasset. But also, on the west uh, coast, uh, the Irish are not being forgotten because the Irish have had an influence and an important role in Canada from coast to coast. And Brendan Flynn is coordinating and behind the move to have an Irish monument in uh, Vancouver. And I know we chatted with Brendan before, but there's been progress and Brendan's going to bring us up today. Brendan, thanks a million for coming back to give us a, uh, an update. Many thanks, Austin. Delighted to chat with you and uh, give uh, your listeners uh, all the latest information on, on the monument project here in Vancouver. So, um, before we get on to that, I just want to acknowledge also the importance that the Irish government now recognises the uh, West Coast and Vancouver, the role that it plays among the Irish community, and that a consulate, <coughs> excuse me, a consulate has been established there with uh, Frank Flynn heading that up. That's right, uh, and actually we're delighted to the Monument Society directors, myself, Theresa MacDonald, uh, Claire Fox, and David O'Sullivan. Uh, we will be attending the uh, official opening on Tuesday morning uh, downtown, and uh, we're certainly all looking forward to that uh, event. And as I say, of course, it puts a, a direct link, it gives a direct link between Vancouver and uh, the Irish government through the consulate office and very much raises the profile on every aspect of Irish community life. So going back then to the, the monument itself and uh, where the project is at at the moment. Well, uh, to bring you, uh, remember we're at it 14 years uh, next month, Austin. Um, we started the project on the in, in March 2005. We won't go through all of that now, but right at this moment, the project is fully approved by Vancouver Parks Board. We've been awarded a site right on the waterfront at False Creek near the Granville Street Bridge in Vancouver at a park called um, George Wainburn Park. George Wainburn was a former Park Sport Commissioner and the park was named in his honour. But we've been given one and a quarter acres at that, site, at that park to build a monument to give recognition to the Irish in Canada. And we're absolutely thrilled at the location, not just because it's on the in the city of Vancouver, but it's right at the water, right at the Pacific Ocean, just to confirm that the Irish landed on the east coast of Newfoundland hundreds of years ago and have made it to the west coast, and and it's a it's an appropriate location for the for the monument. So, Brendan, relative to English Bay or relative to other areas in around Vancouver that someone might relate to, where is it? Well, it's very good you mentioned English Bay because it's, it, Falls Creek is an inlet uh, in English Bay and you, uh, if you were to uh, look out on the water from the monument site, you would see the waters of Falls Creek you go 100 yards west and you would go under the Granville Street Bridge. You go probably another 1,000 yards and you'll go under the 
for Anchorage, and then you will be out in English Bay, and from there on in is the Pacific Ocean. Right. So you've been given an acre and a quarter. Yes. Um, so the the park, uh, the memorial itself, uh, will be in that area. Um, what and how? What kind of a design have you got, and where is it at from a construction perspective? Okay, well, th- that's the, the, the question of the moment. Uh, we've uh, been, uh, w- we got in contact with uh, a local firm, PWL Partnership, uh, Landscape Architects, and uh, we're thrilled with the work they've uh, done to date. Uh, they've created a wonderful design of uh, the monument wall, uh, which will hold the names of Irish Canadians and Irish Canadian or Irish artwork to um, to sort of complement the Irish contribution to Canada and that that wall would be uh, set in a bosque of trees that is set in the park already and uh, around the perimeter of the one and a quarter acres will be a sidewalk shaped to resemble the map of Ireland, the, the 32 county map of Ireland, because the people named on the monument come from all 32 counties. Their religion, their politics, their sexual orientation, their financial status is not important to us. It means nothing. What is important is people that are named from coast to coast, Irish people who have given to Canada over the years have given something to the country to make it better. You cannot give any better, uh, do anything better for somebody by giving them part of yourself. And that's what the Irish have done in droves over the years for, for their fellow Canadians. So, Brendan, any project like this, of course, is a a total labour of love. And as you say, it's gone back 2005. It's been a long haul. There's also, aside from the financial aspect, there are so many different layers to bringing a final product and project like this to conclusion. There's the financial, there's the planning, there's the design. And the motivation of people in order to make all these things happen is a huge task. Can you give a little bit of an overview of some of the different strands and how that has all come together? Well, uh, over the course of, we started off with nothing. Even before, even when we set out on the road, myself and Eddie Reynolds met in Dublin and Marion Square in March 2005, and the dream began. And Mary McAleese came to Vancouver a few months later, and and that uh, that visit inspired the project. It was a wonderful occasion, and, and I saw the, the opportunity to bring give recognition to Irish Canadians, not just here in Vancouver, who who help build community, but across the country. And uh, I I was determined to bring it to completion, and with the help of the, my fellow directors, of, I, I believe I've managed to do that. Everything is ready to build, the site is there, the design is there, and uh, from what we gather from... Uh, the architects, Mr. Jason Wakeman, the principal at uh, PWL Partnership, we will have drawings probably in the next seven to ten days. Now, we that will be the design of the monument itself, and uh, we're very optimistic that that design will, will uh, bring us 
to uh, will be completed on the site at Wainborough Park. So, Brendan, getting the City of Vancouver on board and cooperation and approval, that's no easy task either. It, it wasn't an easy task, but uh, there is a wonderful uh, observation on your part, Austin. What it came down to was with Parks, Vancouver Parks Board, was they read the stories about the Irish in Canada and they loved them. And that's what it was about, the stories of people from Cork or Galway or Belfast and Derry and Wicklow and uh, Wexford and Waterford. These people came to Canada. They could have come with a whole lot of baggage about uh, a shortage of food in 1845-48 and, and loaded that on the people of Canada. But they didn't do that. They came with optimism, even though they may have had only a few shillings in their pockets, but they came with optimism and they gave up themselves to build a better country, to build better communities. So, Brendan, the piece of land that was provided by the city of Vancouver, has it any significance? It's incredible significance, Austin. Um, we've been given a, a, an acre and a quarter of land right in the city centre of Vancouver. and it's uh, right beside uh, the Pacific Ocean, as I say, but it, what, it's got an incredible uh, history. Uh, it's, it was the original land used by the First Nations, of uh, uh, local First Nations in Vancouver, the Musqueam, Squamish and Tsleil-Waututh First Nations, who've lived on this land since time immemorial, ever before the first white man or first European landed in eastern Canada, well, in western Canada for that matter. So, uh, in 2015, we got a, a call from, the, when we were homing in on the site and uh, we were in agreement with, the, with Parks Board staff that the site was uh, perfect for us and it seemed perfect for them, they came back with a question to me one day and said, we have to notify the First Nations of this because there could be uh, minions on the land that, uh, that they might want to research and find, uh, you know, uh, check out. And I said, absolutely no problem uh, to the staff person who called me that day. I said, please do notify the nations that we are, we want to uh, respect all their uh, decisions regarding the land. A week later, we got a call that we'd been given the green light. Uh, there was no problem. We could build the monument on the, on the site. And it was an incredible gesture. Think back, think back, Austin, in Irish history, uh, when the Choctaw Nation of Oklahoma sent money to Ireland during the Great Hunger. And that was, that's been recorded as a wonderful gesture from a people far away in North America who, who came to the aid of the Irish uh, uh, at their worst moment in, uh, in, in time. Similarly, this, this gesture by the local First Nations in Vancouver who could have said, no, we don't want this monument on this, uh, this land, our former land. Um, they didn't say that. They, were, they came back so quick 
and said, yes, it's okay to build the Ireland-Canada monument at George Wainborn Park in, in Falls Creek, Vancouver. And it was such a humbling moment when I heard this news, and I think it's one of the greatest uh, pieces of, of gesture to the Irish in Canada that this has been made possible. And so I'm hoping that the Irish across Canada realise what this gesture means and not let this opportunity slip. Now, we all know the long history of the Irish coming to the East Coast particularly, where it started back with fisheries back in 1600s, and then we're very aware of the early 1800s, the uh, arrival of the Irish through Quebec down into Ontario and gradually fanning out at the same during the 1840s. When would the kind of noticeable migration of the Irish have been happening to the West Coast? A man by the name of James Henry, uh, James Camby, came to the West Coast and uh, got a job with the, uh, the CPR. And uh, it was his work as a surveyor in the Rocky Mountains that enabled the CPR to transverse through the mountain range and eventually reached the west coast at Port Moody in 1886. That was the beginning of Canada. That was Darcy McGee's dream coming to fruition, the, the, the uniting of East and Western Canada. And, and uh, a, a dream of an Irishman from County Loud was made possible by the, the, the uh, educated man from uh, Tipperary who helped build the, 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 the railway through the Rocky Mountains to the West Coast. And Brendan, the establishment of an Irish community in the western side of Canada uh, probably it was slower and probably took longer. How well established at this stage and how strong would the Irish community be in around Vancouver and the West Coast? It's an incredibly vibrant community out here, uh, Austin. It, it's a, I've watched it grow from being, and I don't mean the word in a derogatory sense, from nothing to a wonderful, vibrant community today where there's, uh, and I'll just mention the groups like the, uh, the Irish Heritage Society has is, uh, is been there for a long time trying to uh, building community themselves, holding dances and whatever. Now there's the Irish Women's Network. There's a, um, the Irish Sporting and Social Club and the Gaelic Clubs associated with all that. Everybody's sort of interacting together. There's an Irish Film Society and they're putting on movies to, uh, from Ireland, whatever. So everything is coming together beautifully and people are respecting each other's uh, direction of, of where they want to go, but, uh, but supporting, uh, supporting the efforts of everybody. And, and it's wonderful to see this. And I think, I think it's encouraging Canadians, non-Irish Canadians, to come into the fold and enjoy the crack. Brendan, as I understand it, the wall is going to acknowledge the contribution of the Irish who are still contributing to the richness of Canadian society. That's right, uh, Austin. It's, uh, this project has taken 14 years, and uh, we've had delays all along the way, not through our own doing, and, and that, that, those delays left an opportunity to go and research names of, of the Irish right across the country who have given and made this country better.
And just, these are just an example of the names. Hilary Weston, fo uh, f uh, founder of the Ireland Fund of Canada and, and, and um, a Governor General of, Gunner, is it Governor General of uh, Ontario? Yeah, Lieutenant uh, Governor, sorry. Uh, I might have that. I think it would be the Lieutenant Governor. Lieutenant Governor, sorry, I got the title mixed up there. Um, Arthur French, founder of the Royal Canadian Pol uh, Mounted Police, born in Roscommon, and and uh, today the Royal the Canadian uh, Royal Canadian Mounted Police is the RCMP today. Mm -hmm. um, or Alt McGillicuddy, look mm -hmm. what he's done for the Irish language in Canada. Mm -hmm. Now. That's just an Irish, another language that Canada has to develop its richness, like Polish or German or French or whatever language. It's just another language. It's a matter of people of communicating with one another. Mm -hmm. uh, Douglas Hyde came to Canada, taught, taught um, Shakespearean English. This is a man who loved the Irish language passionately but taught Shakespearean English to students at the University of New Brunswick, and then went back to Ireland and founded the Gaelic League, the, the revival of the Irish language in Ireland, which was given to the Irish people, but which those people brought to Canada and gave to other Canadians uh, as, as, we, as, as time goes by. Then he became, of course, the, the first president of Ireland. Incredible that we've been able to include his name. Dr. Larkin Kirwan, uh, noted scientist and, um, and uh, uh, former uh, president of the Canadian Space Agency, super, su supervising the Canada Arm, and the Canada Arm builds the, can uh, the space station. I mean... You can't buy this stuff. No. This is what the Irish have given to the country, right? Um, Lester Pearson, given a flag for all Canadians, a simple leaf from a tree that, that Canadians love, not just Irish Canadians, all Canadians, I feel, love that flag with a passion because it symbolises a people uh, from all over the world coming together in unified in uh, 11 provinces and three territories to make Canada what it is today. Dorothy McGee, Senator Pat Carney, who helped give us the, uh, the North American Free Trade Act. These are just some of the names, Austin, and I can go on and on, but I think you, your listeners would get the gist of what I'm trying to say here. So, um, you know, it, we just look forward now. We're going to uh, to building the monument to placing steel and pouring concrete uh, as soon as possible, and, and and unveil this monument to the Irish who have helped build a better Canada over the last 500 years. The, this project is about giving. It's about giving of the Irish to Canada, and 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 I'm first to admit that all the other communities—the Chinese, the, the Japanese, the Scottish, the Welsh, the English—all and the French and Germans and Poles have all given to Canada. This is the Irish story, 
And, and, and as Kennedy says, it's not what you, what your country can do for you, it's what you can do for your country. And the Irish have done this a thousandfold in giving to Canada, and that's what I'm trying to get people to recognise. Given that the drawings are underway and everything is progressing along, do you have um, an approximate uh, hopeful time frame when you're hoping that you would might be in a position to unveil the monument? Well, uh, we've we've just uh, sent our um, brochure to the printers. We've got our business cards complete, and we were on a, 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 a message. Uh, uh, we're on a direction to send out letters to all the persons named, not to ask them for money, but of course, if they wanted to donate to the project, then we'd be delighted that, for that to happen. But we wanted to ask them to ask others to donate to the project uh, right across the country. No matter what the sum is, it doesn't matter. Just to donate so that we have money in the indicating. In um, we believe we believe the Irish government will come on board. There's no confirmation of that. There's no expectation that it should happen. But we believe that in due course, the Irish government, the Canadian government, because we're dealing with the Department of Canadian Heritage, and we're hopeful that we will bring in the Northern Ireland executive as part of the package. So that imagine that three governments working together to, to, uh, to complete a project here on the west coast of Canada, honouring the people of the island of Ireland, whether they be nationalist, uh, loyalist, um, unionist, Catholic, Protestant, Jewish, no no religion whatsoever. That doesn't matter. It's people living together in harmony, and that's what this story is about. So, Brendan, you mentioned there that while you're going to communicate with all the people's mentioned and that if they want to reach out to anyone to make a contribution or yes. donation, uh, to put the financial per- picture in perspective, this total project, what would your budget have been approximately? How close are you to achieving it? And if somebody does want to make contributions or donations, how do they go about that? All right. Well, I'm, because we don't have uh, an estimate on the, on the design of the wall, I, it would be futile for me to give you a figure on this. But at a guess, at a, a random guess, and this is a pure guess, I'm thinking 500,000 for the final project. People, I'm hoping, will not let the people of Ireland throughout Canada, and I hope back in Ireland, will not let this opportunity slip. This is historic. It's a historic uh, recognition of the Irish in Canada and what the Irish have done for Canada. They are unpaid ambassadors to the country. Um, People can donate to IrelandCanadaMonument.com. If you go to our website, IrelandCanadaMonument.com, and there's a donate button at the corner, a top corner of that page, and you will be brought to the Vancouver Parks Board website. People that donate in Canada will get a tax tax receipt, uh, and uh, people elsewhere in Ireland or abroad, any other country, can donate to uh, to us and send it to. The Ireland Canada Monument Society, uh, Cara 404 Kelly Street, US Minster, BC. Indeed, well, you know, it's um, certainly a fantastic project, and uh, as I say, well, you're hopeful that uh, 
it, would you be hopeful that you'll have this up running completed by 2019 or would you see it stretching into 2020 I'm I'm I, my my target is 2019 right. the, the wait has been too long to date and uh, I'm about to get out on the road and ask people for to help the project in uh, in every direction I travel indeed well you know, it's um, certainly a fantastic project, and uh, as I say, well, you're hopeful that uh, it w- you'd be hopeful that you'll have this up running completed by 2019, or would you see it stretching into 2020? We're on Facebook as well, and uh, we've got our own newsletter. We'll be issuing the newsletter soon with all the information regarding the. Um, the project and the current status of things and uh, that will post a newsletter on the website so people can see uh, the information and uh, then access and then hopefully they will donate to the project as well which we said early on at the very beginning of course now having an Irish consulate in Vancouver it means that there will be a greater awareness certainly back with the Irish government officials as regards what your whole project is about and yeah. hopefully that will help. On the, uh, just on that note, Austin, I'd like to just give a, an air to the new uh, new Irish Consul, Mr. Frank Flood, and delighted that he's in is uh, uh, taken up the uh, appointment. And uh, I believe he'll be a big asset to Ireland in Western Canada in the years to come. And uh, 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 look forward to the Monument Society, myself and the other directors, meeting with him on occasion. And, and having him present when the monument is on, uh, finally unveiled, along with, of course, Ambassador Jim Kelly. Indeed. Well, I'm due to talk to um, Frank and the Ambassador, and we'll be sharing that conversation in the next week or two. Uh, as the uh, consulate gets underway. I know some work has been done in the last month or two and Frank has been out there uh, finding his feet and getting established Uh, but we're due to have a conversation just after the consulate officially opens and we'll share that with the listeners in the next week or so as I say and I know Ambassador Kelly will be out there also. So Brendan I want to say thank you very much indeed for taking the time it's been fantastic getting the update and uh, it's been great keeping a, a an eye on your progress and seeing the progress happen and I do look forward to as we get towards completion uh, finding out more and we'll share with the listeners when the actual dates might be etc and other things that are going on Thanks very much Austin Gurumila Mahakov Veskudi on Dina Egeisha there the radio in Canada always in Ireland Gurumila Mahakov Thank you very much Trust down Fresh on Um, I've got a meal in my house.